0: Welcome back everyone, Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. A little late, we're just a little late, but that's what happens. But we're here, we're here nonetheless, it is Wednesday night, post-Wednesday night, A.E.W. Dynamite Season 3, Episode 33, all threes tonight. Interesting. Um, Zach Bonifer already causing chaos. Lakers just all over the chat. Paul Nelson, <laughs> Taz Trace with the super sticker. Thank you very much. Which reminds me, folks, uh, there are plenty of ways that you can help the channel grow there are now super chat super stickers in the youtube right now taz is in the lead uh you can you can always smash that like button smash that sub button ring that bell for notifications if you're on twitch sorry i had to take a drink if you're on twitch you can follow you can sub you can share bits You can do all that lovely stuff as well. If you're listening on audio, there is a support button on anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast. If you're an audio listener and you want to help support, you want to tip one of your favorite podcasts. Uh, But the main thing I got to tell you guys about this week is down in the description in the merch for smash this podcast this week till the friday i believe it's friday so for the next uh three days we got 20 that's right folks 20 off in the merch store go get yourself some smash this podcast damn it i forgot to grab the shirt i had it right by me and then i came in here and forgot uh, that's all right. Uh, I'll wear it soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we got T-shirts, we got uh, tank tops, sweatshirts, mugs, cups, all that stuff. Um, working on some new ideas for merch for Smash and for T&I. And if there's something special you're looking for and you can't find it, hit me up on the social medias and I'll let you know. Because there's a lot in there that I just don't pick for my store, like like baby clothes and stuff. But if like you have a, a baby and you want to put some Smash This Podcast merch on your baby, hit me up. I'll put it in the shop just for you. So... <laughs> Um, it's been a long day, folks, so I'm going to skip news. I mean, there's a lot of little things going on, but I covered a lot of it uh, the other day uh, when I was, uh, was that yester- yesterday? Yesterday. And I was covering, uh, you know, news and rumors and whatever. I usually don't talk too many rumors. Uh, we sure as hell don't talk about spoilers, so keep that shizness out of here. Don't don't tag me and stuff. Don't uh, don't you know send stuff to me, and certainly don't put it in my Discord. And by the way, yes, there is a Discord in the description below if you want to join the Discord. Someone made a spoiler chat in the TNI Discord. I'm not exactly thrilled about that. There are a million places on this planet you guys can talk about spoilers. I don't want to be anywhere near them. I muted it for now, but might just do away with that. Cause no, don't need it. Like I said, there's a million places to talk about it. And uh just don't do it around me. That's all I'm saying. Don't do it around me. All right, Paul Nelson my favorite nephew. Oh my goodness. This citrus drink has just got my taste buds uh, tingling or something. Um, I mean, if you want to, you want to talk about some funny stuff that we saw earlier today, there was somebody sharing a picture of what uh, they thought was possibly Ric Flair uh, with some, uh, young lady with her, you know, ankles over her head. Uh, it was, uh, <laughs> I mean, there was no like nudity in the picture, but just the position itself was like, oh dear God, what's this, what's going on here? Um, uh, if, if, uh, if Ric Flair can't even do his own finisher correctly, which was seen on uh, that pay per view in AAA. I, I doubt he's going to be uh, comfortable enough, uh, you know, crunching some poor lady up, you know, in a pretzel on a train. And he said, "By the way, I don't do trains." So uh, yeah, there's that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I know there's been a lot of you know updates on like nwa and stuff but i have missed most of them so i really don't want to talk about you know this that or the other thing i mean it's good that nwa is still building up their their women's division and this special event um honestly i'm way more interested in the women's event than their anniversary event so, but we'll see. We'll see. As it gets closer, we'll see what happens. Um, thank, <clears throat> thank you, RK. Don't talk about spoilers. Keep that away from me. Um, <laughs> that's fine, Paul. We'll talk about that later. Um, I was going to talk about. Oh, there's. Uh, so, there's a lot going on later this week. Uh, I still don't know if I'm going to be around for any of it, unfortunately. I'm still waiting to get information. See, my son has a band uh, performance at uh, a football game. I don't know if it's an away game. I don't know if it's a home game. I don't know what time it is. So I don't know if I'm going to be around at all for any of the stuff that's going on Friday night between um, – Almost said t- TNA, uh Impact Wrestling uh Emergence, Impact Emergence. And then following that, so that's gonna go from like six, six p.m. to nine p.m. my time. That's central. So it starts at seven PM Eastern. And then following that, they wanted to do that because they know that rampage is uh, gonna have some special stuff going on this Friday in Chicago in the what I think is sold out United Center or soon to be a sold out United Center. By the way, they keep opening more sections for the Milwaukee date for next week. I know for wrestling fans in Milwaukee, usually they have a good walk up amount. And if there's like several hundred left, which, uh, if they keep opening up seats, it's going to end up being close to a sellout, I think. I honestly think it is. It's, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I really want to go, but I just, I just can't. I just can't. So, um, Yes, Paul, family first. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what the timing is like Friday night. And um d- depending on what happens when I might go live like super late that night once things calm down around here, you know, tuck took, uh, took J-Bone Jr. into bed and <laughs> then maybe I'll I'll watch an hour of AEW. And then um, possibly talk about Emergence on Sunday. We'll see. No, no promises, no promises, but we'll see. Um, anything else? I can't think of anything else that I saw. Kenny Omega wore a chick magnet shirt. And this is funny. This is so funny. I'm, ladies and gentlemen. I'm. I'm not the smartest man on the planet. <laughs> you all know that. And uh, you know, I appreciate everyone who comes along for this ride of mine, and and puts up with my uh, occasional episodes of, we'll just say, senility, uh, <laughs> or you know, any, you know, <laughs> being an idiot, being a you know, stupid, goofy, whatever. Um, so I saw somebody talking about something in an article and you know, you just like, okay, so there's all this stuff about CM Punk coming to AEW and little hints here and little egg, you know, anyway, Easter eggs there, whatever. Something about on, um, what last week's dynamite or something, Kenny Omega wore a cookie monster shirt. And I remember seeing this. And I remember looking at the shirt like, that's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Why is Kenny Omega? I'm like, am I missing something? Am I missing something? Kenny Omega is wearing a cookie monster shirt. Now, granted, I grew up on Sesame Street. And I have a great appreciation for that because that was a very big part of my youth and all those characters and everything, you know, but why the hell? And then I read this article and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. (laughs) It's a CM Punk Easter egg, Jiminy Christmas. Uh, So I was like, well, all right. I, um, Like I said, I'm not the smartest guy in the world. So, tonight, I see uh, Kenny Omega comes out during the the tag team title match, and he's wearing a chick magnet shirt. And I'm like, aha, see, I get that one. I get that one. The little little CM Punk tees. Now, there was zero. There was zero like announcements. And I've been saying this for a few weeks. I'm like, okay, you've gotten to this point with all the little Easter eggs and stuff. At this point, you might as well just announce it. Like even in the uh the uh like commercial or ad thing for the Milwaukee date You know, they say, oh, this guy's, you know, they they list off all these roster people that show up here. And and they say, and you never know who else is going to show up. Well, that's the Dynamite post CM Punk's debut. And with CM Punk debuting on what is going to be this Friday's Rampage. Though I imagine those AEW tickets for Dynamite for next week in Milwaukee are really going to go then. Because the Chicago stuff is pretty well sold out from what I've seen. R.K. Showers says they announced a special AEW Dark tomorrow. I don't know what the idea is about that, but oh well. Yeah, they did briefly say something about that. Um, <laughs> Courtney here. <laughs> Chick magnet was the Mrs. gimmick a while ago. It it was I I think that must be a while ago. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to look into this AEW dark episode. I'm assuming that's just gonna be on YouTube or whatever. So um yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. They've you know and I, I think that's still great that they do Pick people to, you know, bring in for. I mean, if if somebody's not in a main storyline, they're still giving them opportunities to work, and they're they're giving you know, lo, to us, you know, we'll just say local, uh, local and or upcoming, uh, you know, kids a chance to um, get a little spotlight, you know. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You know, everyone can everyone can get a piece of the pie. It's so good to see. And in thinking about that um yes, we'll get to that Courtney. Um I I'm wondering if there's going to be some local men and women from the Milwaukee scene or surrounding area going to be on the elevation or dark or whatever for the next, you know, I guess it'll end up being for the following week, you know, because that's what they, you know, they, they tape them and then they edit it and they put it out the following week. So, like, this this next week we'll see the Houston stuff, you know. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I am curious. I mean, I, I know there's a couple – people I I'd, I'd imagine would be on there um if you caught it Jim Ross even put a um uh a, you know the crusher a crusher comment out there you know because this is crusher country I was looking through some boxes in the closet the other day going through stuff I actually found some old wrestling posters that I had up like a handful of years ago and I found some even older stuff that I had from like friends from like, like 20 years ago, someone gave me a crusher pinup and um I remember like my grandpa gave me one when I was little, like real little, like before I even, really started watching wrestling as a fan. I mean I was just a you know a wee little bone at the time. Um so so all right let's uh enough enough rambling let's talk about by the way I saw uh my old squad if you will the rambling well they were called the Ramblin' about wrestling podcast now they're called Ramblers Unleashed I believe because they went a while for a, a They went away for a while, and then they came back. They did a few shows last year when all this COVID stuff, you know, that really got the conversation going, and they started talking about that. And uh, just, like, within the last few days, um, they got together uh, the three guys. It's it's, uh, Dizzy, uh, Max, and The Baron. That's the three guys. And they got together, and they were they were talking some wrestling stuff. They were talking some life stuff, just catching up. And they also oh graciously included me in the conversation because I was a significant part of their team back when I was first starting this, you know, this this uh, this vlogging podcast journey, if you will. So uh, much love to you guys. You guys, uh, you guys were the first ones that uh, took a chance on me and made me feel like I was something special. So uh, much love. Yeah, I might uh, do something with those guys soon, especially with all the CM Punk stuff going around. I know they'll have some opinions on that. Maybe we'll do a little catch-up next week or something. It'll it'll be fun. And uh, I know uh, some of you guys have been with me for a very long time. Um, haven't seen them. I. We, I did a couple shows with them on here about a year and a half ago. Kind of reintroduced them to my audience. So uh, maybe I'll do that again. You know, we'll do that like, uh, you know, a few times a year. Just to dust off the old uh, crew and, you know. So, all right. So, um, so, yeah, as we get into this, don't forget, folks, smash that like button. Smash that sub button. Uh, Taz Trace in the, uh, YouTube is, uh, leading with the, uh, 99 cents. And I'm just seeing here in the Twitch real quick, catching up on stuff before I get into the review, just seeing if I missed anything. Ah, Violet, Violet is here. She subscribed tier one. Thank you. Thank you so much for, uh, for doing that. It's, uh, greatly appreciated. Much love, Violet. So yes, you, you can, uh, you could sob, you could cheer bitch, you can do all that stuff on the Twitch as well. <laughs> was watching AAW? Yeah. You know, I, uh, I, uh, I, I got away from it for a little bit I'm gonna get back to it I am trying to figure out how I'm going to do this um because I usually don't catch it live and they don't do a replay on the twitch so I have to um I gotta figure this out so <laughs> so all right now we're getting some now we're getting some chatters in here what's up everyone what's up um oh uh Taz says, Whatever happened to the guys from two count? You know what? I don't know. They went away like like the main host, like I think he had a kid or something, or something happened, or I don't know if it was work related, and then they went away for a bit. So I, I don't really know. I haven't really talked to him in a while, but um, I don't know. Maybe I'll uh, hit him up sometime. See what's up. All right. So, yeah, smash that like button. Smash that sub button wherever you are. All right. Let's get into this. AEW Dynomite. <clears throat> Sean Weed, dude, you're. you're 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 just you're just stuck way in the past talking about stuff that you're talking about some people that I don't even know who the hell you're talking about sometimes, dear God, um, you're cuckoo. All right, season three, episode thirty-three. Like I said, all threes. So we start out here. Crowd, this crowd is damn hot. This crowd is just on freaking fire tonight so cool so cool um so it starts out with mox and kingston and they're hanging out and they hear the the wild thing music and they're starting to come out and (laughs) i'm just laughing at the chat um (laughs) and all of a sudden uh 2.0 like, that's an interesting name. So that's formerly Ever Rise that was in, I want to say, NXT. Like, I don't watch NXT. I know who, who's in it or most of the people that are in it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm, pardon me. But I'm, I'm not too familiar with their, their tag division other than, you know, former Impact guys there who are now. Currently, um, uh, NXT Tag Champs. Props to them. And uh, so, so when I heard about these guys from Ever Rise getting let go, I really didn't think much of it, just because I didn't, I didn't know who they were. You know, it's it's not a knock on them. It's just I, I just didn't know. Come to find out, thirty days later, they're knocking on the door of AEW. And I start seeing things, and they start, you know, the the announcers start talking about these guys and how they're, they're you know, X amount of year veteran. And I got to see like how long they've been um, wrestling and how long they've been around. But man, these guys are good. I mean, they are really good, they got charisma like up the yin yang. Kids still say that? I don't know anyways. Uh <laughs> tons of charisma. And um not bad in the ring either. And I was like I was like, man, and they, and they're ballsy, you know, they're coming after guys like Eddie Kingston and and John Mox, The Mox, you know, and it's like you've 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 got to have a set of cojones a set of cojones this big to do that that's crazy all right courtney says yeah matt lee and jeff parker is that now is that what is that their real names because i think i heard them call them by their names in the match but you know i was too busy just just watching it yeah <clears throat> violets you're old enough to know yeah <laughs> You're not that old. Um, so Matt Lee and Jeff Parker. I'm gonna have to look them up on the old uh Twitter box and, and give them a follow. I don't think I don't think I follow them. Maybe I do. I don't know. I don't know. All right, settle down, Lakers. Settle down. <laughs> Love you, Lakers. All right. Um so they attack Mox and Kingston and come out to the ring. So the place is just all fired up. It's like, oh, oh, you you kill you, you you're killing these guys, and they're like, you know, one of the tops of the heap. They're some of the most popular guys on the roster right now. And um and they get in the ring and they call out, like they're not, they're not messing around. They're not messing around. They they call out Sting and Darby Allen. They're like, no, let's do this now. We're not waiting. So this is how we're kicking off the show tonight. I was like, oh my god. Um, so it's a Texas tornado match. Anything goes, and this is th- this was just bonkers and a lot of fun. And it, it's you know, everyone's we all know how batshit crazy. Uh, Darby Allen is. So you watch him, and he'll you know he'll he'll pull some tricks out of his hat once in a while. So we've seen him enough where it's like it's I'm not I'm not. Please don't take it as I I'm bored with him, but we know his shtick. You know, everyone's eyes are on Sting tonight. This is the first time in what they say like thirty ish years, give or take a little bit, that Sting. Has been on TNT wrestling. Think about that for a second. Um, <laughs> it was a slopper knocker. <laughs> Lakers, it's your favorite of all time, eh? Pretty cool. Um, yeah, I love I love Sting. And I know a lot of people were like, oh, what's what's he gonna do? Is he gonna, can he still go? I mean, obviously, if you've got an Core choreographed thing like they did the first time with Darby and that warehouse and all that stuff, and that's great. That looks great on a, on you know on a screen, but live, can he still pull it off? And he looks good. You know, he's 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 putting himself in the ring with younger guys, but they're veterans, so they're not you know they're not green. They may be green to our eyes, like we don't know them. But they're not green in the ring. So um, or (laughs) we're green to them. Or I don't know. Does that that make sense? I don't know. So, but, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Um, And Daniel Garcia, I've seen him in a couple of matches in AAW, and I know I've talked about him a little bit. excuse me um oh thank you courtney appreciate it i'll check that out later (laughs) yeah rk yeah that's thank you for reminding me of that they they put sting through a table like a double suplex through a table and he just threw the one thing of the table off and he just stood right up and turned around and they were like it's like, oh, shit, it's, you know, it's, it's Sting. It's, you know, I was a little, you know, like, it's a, oh, he no-sold that. It's like, well, you could call it that, or you could just say that, no, it's a Sting is an icon, and he's just still that badass. And they obviously didn't beat him down enough to, uh you know, have that affect him. Let's, like I said, this is wrestling. Let's not overthink this. Let's have fun with this. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I still, you know, part of me still pop, but I was kind of like, whoa, he just got right up because that's something you don't see very much. You know, someone just getting the hell off crazy. Um, <clears throat> Daniel Garcia has a match on the, the next AAW Pay per view. Oh, nice, nice. So well, I'll certainly be covering that whenever that is. I know they've been selling a lot of tickets in Chicago for that, even with all the uh, you know mandates and stuff going up. You know, it's like, hey, you got to wear a mask. You can You know, we got to. People got lazy with this. You got to. You got to be smart about this, folks. We got to protect ourselves. You know, this. We're not. Uh, we're not done with this yet. <clears throat> Let's be fans, not critics. That's right. Let's not be critical. <laughs> but we can give uh you know critical um ah anyways brain fart all right so yeah great opening match um sting puts both guys in um a double scorpion Deathlock. And that is something that we don't see very often. Like I've seen I've seen other wrestlers do, you know, like a version of it or something similar and it's just called something else. So it's it's not that mind-blowing. But damn, when Sting does it, it's it's funny and it's special and it's it's rad. It's, it's all that stuff. Um, so he gets both guys to tap out. Sting and Darby Allen. win. Sammy Guevara. Then, um, now, I guess this happened before the show, so they replayed it for the live audience. Uh, Sammy Guevara and his girlfriend, Pam. By the way, if you don't watch Sammy's vlogs, please go to his um, YouTube channel and give it a sub and go check out his vlogs. They're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Uh, I've been a fan of Sammy's for a long time, and if you are a fan of his, like, Uh, like I am for a long time, you know how good this kid is. And you know that Pam is someone special in his life. And I've been a fan of his long enough to appreciate something like this, especially when my wife just out of the blue grabbed a bunch of figs and gave them to me the other day. And I'm just like, Oh my God, Sammy's one of my favorites. So she knocked it out of the park. I am so happy. For Sammy Guevara and his now fiance Pam, um, she's been with him this the whole time that I've been a fan of his for the last oof, four four plus years. Um, so you know she, she's been with him beyond that, and um, he he brought her out there, talked to her. It was short but sweet, but uh, he proposed and she said yes. And then he went out there and absolutely killed it against Sean Spears and won in front of his hometown of Houston. There was a lot of hometown, home home state things going on tonight. Very cool. Um, so yeah, super happy. We saw like I said, we celebrate love here on Smash This Podcast. Much love, um Sammy. So happy for you, and uh, hope hope all your uh, plans for your wedding go the way you want to, given what we're all going through right now. So, super happy for him, super. Great kid, he really is. I really, you know, and I know some people are going to say, well, yeah, well, there was that stuff with Impact Wrestling. I I don't care about that. Because you know what? We never even heard the full story of that. Did we? No. We heard, like, third-person shit through, like, five other people. So, I don't care about that. So, so yeah, super happy for him. So, yeah, that, that Sammy Guevara... Sean Spears match. Geez, this is like two matches in a row here, just knocking it out of the park. So fun. Uh Tully even getting involved and man, Tully's still got that, that spunk man. Just he's just nasty. Um putting uh Sean Spears through the barricade that was laid out across the uh you know next to the ring there. Um Damn, Sammy is just so good. I mean, and props to Sean Spears, too. It takes two to make a good match, you know? Can't be just one guy. Um, props to both of them, but Sammy gets the win here with his GTH is what it's called. Is that is that new, or is that, like, have I just, like, not been paying attention to what his finisher is? But anyways, um, it's like to go to sleep, so I don't know what the H is. <laughs> it's kind of it's like a modified go to sleep i guess i don't know but anyways I'm not going to overthink it um <clears throat> lakers says cm skunk definitely getting fucked up by sting that that's 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 quite the thing to, to say um I mean, I was thinking about that tonight when I was watching this show. I was like, man, you start thinking about, like, if you're a fan, you start thinking about, like, oh, okay, so, you know, Sting could face this guy, that guy. People have actually, I have saw, made, like, three-hour-long vlogs talking about, who who could he face in AEW? Like, Jesus, give me, like, 15 minutes is all I need. Uh, (laughs) The roster isn't that big. Okay, it's kind of big. But, um... CM Punk versus Sting, that would, that, damn, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. that that'd that be really unique. And, you know, it's, if people are so excited about him coming in, what if, what if, I don't know, it's just going to piss some people off, but I just, I, I, I thought about this. I'm like, okay, so Kenny's been throwing out these hits, you know, the Cookie Monster shirt, the Chick Magnet shirt like what if CM Punk comes in and joins the elite <gasps> don't don't shoot me that's just the way my brain works once in a while would that be insane or what and then Daniel Bryan shows up <clears throat> to start like the biggest comeback feud of like the year <laughs> Courtney no Keith CM Punk versus Hornswoggle didn't that already happen in WWE maybe I don't know Um, so oh the finisher's name oh it's go to hell oh okay gotcha yeah, see, I'm I'm not the smartest guy in the world. That that would that makes sense. Thank you guys, thank you. All right. Um. See, so yeah, health. <laughs> oh God, um, hell of a match though. Great win for Sammy here. He's a bloody mess. I couldn't even tell. I mean, he had blood all over him. Not like that much, but he had blood legs, chest, head. I don't know where he was bleeding from, but he had something. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Moose uses that uh, go to hell, too. He even screams it, go to hell. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. Uh, Tony, God, Tony's just all over the show tonight. Get used to Tony, right? Uh, Tony Skiavone out there with uh, Christian Cage and Callis comes up, and he's just, oh, man. It's, it's the same thing that Callis did with Moose before Moose faced Kenny. And he's just, you know, warming up to him and he's, you know, trying to talk to him and or sweet talk, whatever, you know, sweet talk him practically whispering sweet nothings in his ear. And Christian Cage finally shuts him up and he's like, you know what? All in all, you're still a carny piece of shit. That's, I love Christian Cage. <clears throat> Very cool that he had uh both titles over his shoulder. Very cool. Um Tony Schiavone again with uh Dan Dan Lambert cutting just an insanely loud promo. My god. Uh, I could I couldn't tell like he talked about so many different things I couldn't tell what he was really like you know just shooting up a storm about, about something about cancel culture or something I don't know you know people getting soft or the companies getting soft or whatever so I don't know if he was I don't, I don't know he was I guess he was just shooting his mouth off I and mean, he's good he's good at it not gonna say he's not good at it he's good at it. And I, I gotta say when he was when he was doing this in Impact Wrestling, it's back in a time that I was I was paying attention to Impact Wrestling, but I wasn't paying attention to Impact Wrestling. There was some stuff on the program that just kind of made me tune out. Dan Lampert honestly was one of those things. I just it, it just didn't hit me, you know. He just wasn't my cup of tea. So I'd i turn the channel or I'd fast forward depending on how I was watching. Tonight, though, it didn't. I don't know if it was because it was on a different stage. I don't know what it was, but I listened this time, and I'm just kind of like, okay, so, so someone's going to come out and kick his ass. But he brought muscle this time. He had some like legit UFC guys with him tonight. I couldn't tell you who the hell they were. I know he said them Santos or to, 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 Toasty Toasty Sandy Toast something. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know these guys. I don't watch MMA. I don't watch UFC. Uh, oh, but we got a Dana, we got a Dana White mention. Ooh. <laughs> so he's like, "Well, I'm going to finish what I'm talking about this time." So, so he, um, so he's, he's yapping, and then. Um, well, the same, the same thing happens as last time. Lance Archer comes out to shut him up. But this time he gets beat down from Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. And I was just thinking the other day, I was like, man, you know, ever since this Darby Allin stuff with Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky and Sting and whatever, I'm like we haven't seen Sky and Page in a while. Where have they been? What's up? You know, I haven't heard any news on them. What? What's going on? So I don't know exactly how this is all, like, happening or, um, or what's this leading to. I'm not going to think about it too much. But so I guess, you know, Paige and Sky are back, and they double-team Lance Archer. So I don't know if this is supposed to lead to, like, a two-on-one. Is Lance Archer going to, like, pick a tag partner out of something? And how does Dan Lambert – fit into this. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 kind of weird, but I'm not going to like I said, I'm not going to overthink it. Um I mean, if it's going to incorporate some MMA guys in the ring, I'm okay with it as long as they they know what they're doing and they don't stink up the joint you know because i have no clue what these guys are doing if they're actually learning to wrestle and they're gonna get a piece of the pie in aew i i have no idea but we'll just we'll just have to wait and see how this uh unfolds so um so yeah, Archer gets beat down from Paige and Scorpio Sky. Good to see Paige and Sky back, or you know, boo. <laughs> Jericho is cutting a the promo then about later tonight about he can't use the Judas effect, but uh, and he also can't um, get his entrance music played. We'll, we'll get this, you know, we'll get to what happened later. Then we get the AEW Tag Title Match. My God. This was so much fun. Look, I love the Young Bucks. I, I do not get sick of the Young Bucks. I have to say they are—they're pretty much my favorite tag team right now, and they have been for a while. I mean, I and I love some good tag team stuff, you know. And I know they're not everybody's cup of tea, and that's okay. That's okay. But I—I I love their stuff. Their gear, good night. Their gear is like it looks like something straight out of like like Michael Hayes was wearing back you know 30 plus years ago my goodness crazy crazy with the uh with the what the zebra striped stuff and just just wild rad frilly things and all the all the, you know, the macho man mannerisms and then the, I don't know, somebody, one of them threw in like a Val Venus thing. It was like all this classic stuff. It just, oh, man, I just popped for it. I thought it was so funny. Fabulous free birds. Yes. Thank you, Keith. Um That's uh that's that that's a little before my time because I was only watching certain things back then, but I, I am familiar with them, so it's like every once in a while I gotta be reminded, you know, who they were. Um, oh, the Boss shirt? Yeah. Yep, that's the Boss shirt. We love Fala ba. Fala ba is doing some some interesting stuff. We gotta See what's what's he's uh oh, he's cooking up something with uh Tasha Steeles and that other new girl. I don't know, are we actually gonna get this uh this uh heel turn? I've been wanting out of Bah for years now. I actually think it'd be really badass, I think it'd be really cool. So, uh, <laughs> Bell's boy, not Milwaukee. Bucks of youth. <laughs> ah, they're going to be in Milwaukee next week, though. Can't wait. I'll be watching as a very proud uh, Milwaukee fan. Just, just outside of Milwaukee, if you will. Um, yeah. So the AEW title uh, tag title match, Young Bucks defending uh, against Jurassic Express, and they had um. Uh, Marco Stunt with him, but still, still severely outnumbered. You had Don Callis out there. Um, well, he ended up joining commentary, which he's always a joy on commentary. Jiminy Christmas. Um, but the Good Brothers are out there. Um, the, the cold, you know, Captain Cold Spray is out there. Um. God, what, a, what an entourage. Jeez Louise. And they're all belted up. They're, Cutler, thank you. Brandon Cutler. Couldn't think of his name. I like Captain Cold Spray because he's always spraying the Cold Spray. Sometimes he gets it in his eyes. It's freaking hilarious. St- stupid Cutler. <laughs> right? Right? Um, but, man, this was so much fun. I mean, you got a you got the big guy, Luchasaurus, with um, uh, Jungle Boy, and they're so they're they're both so different. They're both so different, but they gel really well together. And um, but man, it's just it, it was just too much. It was just too much for them. You know, you're just severely outnumbered, and shenanigans uh, you know r- rules the day. As they say, and Cutler. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Nakazawa. <laughs> Nakazawa out there. Hey, at least Nakazawa is not like spreading baby oil all over himself anymore. That was <laughs> just just naughty. Now he's just you know pants and a polo. No. No baby oil for you, you naughty little bitch! <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and then Kenny oh, Kenny Omega comes out there and attacks. Um, Marco Stunt, Christian Cage comes out and tries evening the odds, of course, to no avail. But they brawl, and then the, ends up coming back and gallows carries Christian Cage out there, and it's just oh, it's just. See, now it was at this point I was like, okay, so this is a huge, heelish moment. You just beat down all, you know, the the legend, Christian Cage, the young tag team of Jurassic Express and Marco Stunt out there, and everybody's beat the hell. I'm like, now would be the perfect time to just play like two bars, two or three bars of the CM Punk music. And just to blow the roof off the place and then, but, you know, and turn the lights off and turn the lights on, but no no one shows up. And then they go, ah, we fooled you. You know, something like that. But that didn't happen. But uh, but I appreciated the uh, chick magnet shirt of one Kenny Omega. That was fun. So Young Bucks retain. And then it is later announced... Uh, starting is it starting this I, like, there was so much announced between this Friday next week in Milwaukee and then stuff for all out and I wrote some of it down here um some of it was just too much to write down for me uh, we're getting a tag title tournament so there's four teams four like three four I can count four teams. <laughs> Um, you got the Lucha Brothers Jurassic Express and I can't remember who else off the top of my head because my head's just whatever Um, and over the course of two days you're going to have these matches and then they're going to figure out who's going to face at all out who's going to face the Young Bucks in a steel cage match so I am um, – oh, yeah, Eddie and Mo- – wait, Eddie and Moxley are in that too? Dear God, that's crazy. Um, oh, our, wait, was that – I don't know. Private private Party? I don't know. I just <laughs> – there's so many tag teams now. Um, I forget. I, I got to double check and see what they have. But nonetheless, four teams – two separate nights. It's going to be over the course of, I believe next week. Um, and they're going to figure out who's going to face the young bucks in the steel cage match at all out. Cause you know, young bucks were saying a few times like, Oh, we got the night off in the pay-per-view. We don't have to worry. We're going out of town, blah, 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 blah. No, you're not. <laughs> you're going to defend your titles. <laughs> um, Uh, Tony Schiavone, Britt Baker, and Rebel uh, talking about uh, what happened last week and bringing uh, Jamie Hayter, new AEW uh, woman, into their company. And uh, said that uh, her and – Britt Baker said that her and Jamie go way back and that uh, next week in Milwaukee. Uh, Jamie Hayter is going to face Velvet, uh, Red Velvet. So I'm very excited about that. That's that's going to be a pretty, really cool. So we get the in-ring debut of Jamie Hayter, or re-in-ring debut, I guess you could say, in Milwaukee. Very cool. Tony Schiavone again. Man, he's just like. He's like the Scott Hudson of AEW. You know, I keep thinking about that when we're doing the throwbacks over on TNI and, you know, Scott Hudson. And then we get like a bell or something. I'm going to have to, like, get something for Tony Schiavone every time he shows up and do something. I don't know. I'll I'll think of something. Uh No, I appreciate Tony. He's a little he's a little goofy, but whatever. So Tony's out there in the ring with uh Paul White now. And see now I missed last week and I have not watched it yet. I'll probably watch it somewhere. Yes, he was all over tonight, eh? Um, so something has been going down between uh QT Marcel, the um uh, the hell is this group's name? The uh there's a uh, nightmare, nightmare factory, nightmare factory, whatever it is. And, uh, <laughs> Tony got his steps in. Yes. Violet. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the giant <laughs> old school, right? In fact, I got the giant. Oh, shoot. Where is it? Oh, it's right here. Speaking of the giant and then one of my One of my best friends who lives around here was digging through his old stuff. And I don't know if I showed this. I think I showed it before. The Giant. This is, I mean, it's a little little bent up, but still in decent shape. Still in the package. Giant. The Hot Rod. The old NWO. What is this? Racing Champions. One of 1,998. the Starcade Collector Series NWO. Back when he had hair. So yeah, I love this. It's pretty, pretty cool. Not in the greatest shape, but still, still pretty pretty rad. I used to have um, this is the same company that used to do that with bands about ooh, 15. I want to say 15 or 20 years ago. Holy crap. And I used to have, I mean, I've got them somewhere around here. I don't know. Maybe I don't. Had like a Motley Crew car, a Leonard Skinnard car, and something. I don't know. But anyways. Don't be surprised if AEW's like starts doing stuff like that. You know, starts putting out like the cars again. That'd be that'd be pretty dope. I'd I'd collect them. I know, like, WWE puts out, like, the monster trucks and shit, and I look at those, and I'm like, oh, those are kind of cool. But, man, put out the hot rods, like the Hot Wheels cars. That's kind of that's kind of cool. But anyways, enough about me and the collectible stuff. Um, where the hell were we? Ah, yes. Uh, <laughs> QT Marshall comes out and starts putting down uh, Paul White. He's in the ring with uh, Tony Schiavone and talking about uh, how many hip surgeries he's had and that he's got this giant 14-inch scar going from one part of his hip to the back of his hip. And you can see, like, the side of his ass cheek. It's like, you know, you're looking at a screen that's like, you know, the size of this, you know, the huge screen up there up on the stage, and there's, there's a giant... You know, side of Paul White's ass. <laughs> oh my God, that was too funny. I was like, "Well, you just, you know, every once in a while, you got to see a legend's you know, you know, you're a wrestling legend if you've you know shown your ass out there. God knows, I've seen Ric Flair's ass. Still in therapy over it too. That uh, classic cage match. Um, that uh, It was a Milwaukee cage match. I don't remember what pay-per-view it was. It was Ric Flair versus Randy Orton in a cage. And Ric Flair was trying to climb out, and Randy Orton grabbed his trunks. All bare, glowing white ass of Ric Flair, my God. <laughs> And of course, that was up on the big screen too. Just, no, stop that. Oh, <laughs> uh, memory memories. So yeah, uh, Then Paul White starts looking like he's uh, he's getting emotional. Not crying, but he's getting emotional. He's getting you can tell he's getting mad. He's like, you know what? Now you're pissing me off, and he um, he's like, you know what? I'm not just commentary guy, I, I, do have a, I do have a contract to, to get back in the ring, and I have a match coming up at All Out, and guess who my first opponent in AEW is going to be? QT Marshall, and QT Marshall went from smiling to... <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's not good. That's not good for him. Uh, so... <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's that's gonna be a lot of fun. I mean, it's we're, they're not gonna have uh, match of the year, you know, but but Paul White's out there to you know have some fun, you know, because he he still wants to do it. So Tony Khan's giving him a chance, and I like him on commentary. I, I've talked about that before. I used to actually review some uh, Dark Elevations uh, on a regular basis, the first like handful of them or whatever it was. Um, yeah, <laughs> deer in the headlights look. Absolutely. Uh- <laughs> um, so yeah, looking forward to that. And, uh, I like his new music. Let me know in the comments what you think of his uh, new music. I mean, it's a throwback to his old, well, it's a throwback to that, and it's the same guy. And I, I saw that in an article. It is the same guy. I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but um, but yeah, pretty cool. So that's set up for uh, all out. Uh, Jade Cargill with her manager uh, Mark Sterling is that his name? Uh, talks about Kiera Hogan and that she's been having some uh, some matches. She's gonna have a match with uh Kira Hogan in uh Chicago on Friday. So I am really looking forward to that. Now, as far as I know, she's not Kira Hogan isn't signed yet. Because she's also, from what I heard, someone put it in the chat here earlier, and I someone shared something on I forget where. Discord, maybe. I think she was a name that was announced for that NWA women's show and power. So, so yeah, Kira Hogan's going all over the place. Who knows what's next for her? I think she just wants to just get out and see what else is out there. Just test the waters, you know? Um, do I think she'll end up back in impact wrestling someday? Someday. Yeah. But you know, I, this is what she wants to do. You can't, this is remember this, this is her journey. It's not ours. You know, I mean, it's, it's easy for us fans to be selfish and be like, no, you can't do that. We want you over here, but we got to remember, it's not always about us. It's about them and their professional wrestling journey. So we'll see what, we'll see what happens. I have not watched her matches yet. Um, she had a match against what Hikaru Shida. I was like, Oh my goodness former AEW women's champ. So yeah, I'm going to check those out by all means. I just haven't had a chance to do it yet, but I'm absolutely going to watch this Jade Cargill match. Um, I hope it's a good wrestling match. Cause I know Jade, Jade Cargill has, you know, had a few squash matches. I feel like Jade Cargill is kind of like the MJF of the women's division, not, not, I don't want to say protected because that, does, that doesn't – that sounds like a put-down. But um, they're really making her like she's a special commodity, like she's unique, you know? Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, I'm going to check out the old YouTube sometime when I have some time later between things. And check out those Kira Hogan matches. Um, so, yeah, and, and put it in the, if you've seen the matches, let me know. Do you want to see her join AEW? Or do you feel like she would be a better fit in, like, NWA or MLW? Or do you want to see her? I mean, hey, you never know what their goals are. Maybe their goals someday are to go to WWE, you know? I mean, yeah, there's a lot of negativity about the E right now with, you know, a good chunk of fans that I know. But you never know what these men and women, what their aspirations are. You never know. Um, You just got to trust them that they know what they're doing in their journey, you know. Uh, Young Bucks. So, yeah, okay, so, yeah, Jade Cargill versus Kiara Hogan on this Friday's Rampage, one of a few matches that are happening. Uh, Young Bucks are announced that they're going to be in a cage match and All Out. Uh, Pac is going to have a match versus Andrade at All Out is from what it sounds like. Oh, my God. Shut up and take my money. Could be potentially match of the night. Um, I heard that Andrade and Kenny Omega had a potential match of the year at Triple Mania. I have not seen this Triple Mania yet. I did have some access from somewhere to it. So I'm going to check it out in my free time. But um, I mean, there was—I didn't see a lot advertised for it, so I wasn't drawn that much to it. I mean, I certainly want to check out uh, Diana Prazzo's match. I—I I saw some of it when I was um, showing it in the um, the treehouse part of the um, TNI Discord, but I was you know, thinking about other stuff, I was kind of distracted. So I wasn't really paying that much attention. So, um, <laughs> what is Bell's voice is Pac versus Andrade. El Idolo will take out his frustration on Pac. Trust me. My name's not Susan. LOL. <laughs> so goofy. Um, yeah. And don't be surprised if, uh, Rick Flair shows up with um, Andrade at the pay per view. He um, he's a he's a free agent. You could you could you do whatever the hell he wants now. He's Rick Flair, you know. Sixteen time world champ. Um, what's next here? Penelope Ford versus Thunder Rosa. Uh, fun little match. Thunder Rosa wins, taps out. Uh, makes Pedal before tap out. So Thunder Rosa gets a, a warm Houston, welcome. And she runs uh, a show down in Texas called Mission Pro, I believe. And um, and it's it's primarily I know she's featured a few guys on there, but primarily it's women. From what i remember seeing advertised so if you're if you're in the area look up uh look up her stuff she's um she's given a lot of ladies down there opportunities in her company so yeah go go check that out that's all hers um, i'm proud of thunder rosa she's really come a long way i mean i've been a fan of hers since she debuted in uh lucha underground and she has come so far. She's really done great things. I'm so so happy for her. And she just keeps climbing that uh that women's um, you know, the the contenders charts, you know. She keeps climbing it. So yeah, Thunder Rosa gets the win here. Tony Shivani, again, Uh, with Arn Anderson and Arn Anderson's son, Brock Anderson. Now, I guess he's had some matches. I have not seen them yet. I think Brock had a match against Malachi Black last week from what I heard. I did not see it, or was that a few weeks ago or last week? I forget. Um, I have not seen Brock's matches yet, but I'm still very excited to see what happens and apparently Brock Anderson is going to be having a match against – oh, never mind. I just got ahead of myself. His match against guy Black is next week in Milwaukee. Excuse me. I was, like, thinking about – thinking that he just had a match with someone, and I forgot who it was, and I'm mixing that up with my notes. Pardon me. Uh <laughs> yes Brock is probably going to get killed by Malachi Black but it's it's great it's Malachi Black is a pro and he's um it's going to be a great experience for Brock Anderson you know he's getting quite the opportunity to get in the ring with a guy like you know Tommy End or whatever you want to call him Malachi Black so uh Zach Bonifer. Take a shot every time J-Bone says, take my money or Lucha Underground. Well, I think more times they're going to say, take my money than Lucha Underground. I bring that up every great once in a while. You're goofy, Zach. Thank you. Um, So yeah, that's another match announced for next week in Milwaukee. Moxley then cutting a promo that he is going to have a match against Daniel Garcia. On Friday. My God, this kid, Daniel Garcia, getting the opportunities. Crazy. Very excited. Folks, if you have not jumped on the Daniel Garcia train, I advise you to do it now. This is, I mean, he may, Mox may, you know, fuck up Daniel Garcia really bad, but Daniel Garcia is one to watch. He really is. He gets he's he's starting to get talked about a lot. And the fact that AEW is now featuring him a few weeks in a row on TV, something's happening here. I don't know if he's signed yet. I've I've heard I've heard that 2.0 is signed. I'm not sure about Daniel Garcia, but if they're smart, they'll sign him up. I mean, I'm sure Daniel Garcia is still gonna work some indies like AAW and whatnot. But man, and I haven't seen a ton of his matches. I've only seen a couple matches, but from what I've seen, this is this kid is this kid is good. He's got some grappling skills. Um yeah, Keith says, Don't sleep on him. There you go. Yeah, Moxley cuts a hell of a promo. Uh, promo, hey Courtney, he's he really is. He's he was talking about all sorts of stuff. My God, then we got the main event here: MJF versus uh, Chris Jericho. And um, I mean, I was excited about this, but I wasn't like on the edge of my seat, you know, because this this feud has has gone on for quite a while now, and it's been fun. But it's, it's getting to the point now where it's like, all right, we need to put this one to bed with the MJF first, you know, um, the, the pineapple versus the inner circle. You know, we need to put this to bed. So I hope, I mean, this was fun as far as Chris Jericho doing all this stuff, and we saw some legends come back and some unique matches. Excuse me. Leading up to this. Um, so that was cool. They made a, a, you know, quite the spectacle out of that, but now I just, I want this to be over, you know, Chris Jericho is going to be going on tour again soon. So I imagine he's going to take some time off just a guess, just a guess. I know when he toured last time, he didn't take time off. Um, but given the situation in the country, I think it'd be smart if he does one or the other, not both, but that's me. That's just my opinion. Um, you know, like Cody's taking time off. He's doing other stuff. Um, this was really... This, I felt like this match was passing the torch to MJF. This was really saying something. I mean, this whole feud has been you know, in a way, doing that, but this match in particular, even though it wasn't, like, the greatest match, um, the fact that MJF won this match and made Chris Jericho tap out, that's, uh, that's really putting this kid over. MJF is good beyond his years. He's a lot better, I mean, a lot of people hate him, because he's, because he is that good. And he's, uh, is his charisma is just just my god he's got charisma to the moon and back he really does um so so i don't know what i mean or, or maybe they'll wrap this up at all out but it's if this isn't it it's got to end soon because it's like all right this has been going on long enough it's it's been fun it's been very fun but you can't in my in my in my personal podcasting opinion you can't top what they did with the the war games ish you know blood and guts match that was pretty iconic and i don't want to see chris jericho take another fall like that whether you thought it was a mega cushion fall that looked goofy or not it's still a fall um So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I feel like this should be the end of it, but we'll see. I'll, you know, we gotta wait and find out. But uh big win for MJF here. It really, it really puts the exclamation point in in my opinion, on this on this feud. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh MJF is he's something special. He is. He's, he's he is absolutely going to be one of those love to hate him guys, you know. <laughs> so the um, Lakers in the chat here is, is not happy about it. Jeez. Jericho should have won. This is this is bullshit. That's well, it is what it is, you know. And that, and that's what tells me even more that Jericho might be taking time off to. I mean, if he's going on the road, he's got to do stuff with his band. He's got to be, he's got to be rested up and save his energy for that. You know, for all those nights of lip syncing. I mean, that takes a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, the road is uh, filled with bottles of Grey Goose, and you got to, you got to prime yourself for that. Jer- <laughs> no, I, I love Jericho, and this band is pretty cool. I hope you stay safe out there. He's actually uh, he's coming to uh, a town very close to here very soon with a couple cool opening bands. One of them I really like was it? Uh, can't think of the one, but the other one is Royal Bliss. Love me some Royal Bliss. Great singer, tremendous singer, good stuff. Um, yeah, Grey Goose and the bubbly, you know it, dude. That Grey Goose. I haven't had Grey Goose in a while, but whoo. Tasty, tasty stuff. If you, if you, if you like screwdrivers and you haven't had a gray goose, yeah, wow. You haven't had a gray goose screwdriver, go have one. It'll change your mind about gray goose. Um. So yeah, that's it. That is the show and uh hell of an episode. We are just two days, less than two days now away from look at this I have to start a new notebook for uh Thursday and Friday um'm to put this one to bed hell of a way to start a new book though there's a lot of stuff happening over the next few days right so what do we got coming up we got the go home episode uh this coming evening over on that other little podcast total nonstop. Uh, impact impact talk for impact fans i'll be doing the uh well we're not doing a watch along anymore co-stream it is a live reaction now you know watch along live reaction uh no more co-streaming on twitch just in case you guys don't know as we got to remind people for a while because we don't know who catches what when how where and why Uh (laughs) Um, I don't know who's going to join me for that. I know Bill's been on the road a lot this past week. He was all the way in California. He did all three. All three? He tr- Well, I know he had some trouble issues. Some some tra- troubling travel issues. Wow, it's time to wrap this up. Um, but he was in Tennessee for a majority of the nights of this last Impact uh, taping going from uh, Past Emergence through um, Victory Road is the next one, I believe. Uh, And I'm pretty sure that's all going to lead up to Bound for Glory, possibly. I forget what that is. No, there might be one more taping before then, probably in September, leading up to the pay-per-view now that I'm thinking of it but they did three days of tapings, uh, six total of six shows, two days a show. So yeah, lots of stuff, lots of content. Uh, so there we got that. We got the live reaction and the review and so that'll be fun. All, all T and I impact stuff tomorrow night. And then I, I, hoping in the next 24 hours to find out what's all going on for Friday. But no matter what, at some point I will be covering the, um, Oh, I'd like to, you know, get in on the, the emergence talk, maybe either for the Sunday dinner, or I'll do a little review on my own for smash podcast. Cause I know I'm not going to be a part of the, uh, <clears throat> the TNI, uh, you know, stuff, unfortunately got family stuff. My son's doing a playing in the band in uh at a football game. So, um, and then rampage, which is going to be one of the biggest one hour events of the year. I'm very excited for that. We got some, news about it already as far as the card, but then it is also potentially supposed to be the debut of CM Punk. Get ready to hear that living color again, folks. I was joking around with Trent and I was saying, you know, I fear for you, bro. There's already rumblings in the city. They're reporting, you know, a 0.3 and a 0.4 on the Richter scale. When CM Punk debuts, it's going to blow the roof off the United Center. And there's going to be a crack down that main street there. And it's going to just swallow people alive. And man, the skies will fall. And just, it's going to be like Judgment Day when. CM Punk comes back. No, I'm kidding, but <laughs> I am excited about it, though. Um, no, I know, I know, Violet. That's that's what I've been saying too. I, I'm, I'm excited about it, but I'm I'm will uh, I'll jump out of my seat when it happens, and I'm going to try to stay off my phone. But I'll find out within the next 24 hours what's happening, and I will let you guys know what I'm doing for it. So, um, hopefully, by the time we go live tomorrow, I'll tune you guys in over on TNI what my plans are for Friday, when I can do stuff and what I'm going to be doing So, um, I think there's some other stuff going on this weekend, WWE's got SummerSlam, but I'm getting to the point now where I'm just going to cancel my Peacock because I'm barely watching it, like I'm i re-watching stuff just to get my money's worth because some of the specials are so fun, like the, the two dudes and the Attitude, I've watched that a few times The, the Icon specials are fun Um, the, uh, the stone cold Steve Austin specials are fun, but damn for five bucks a month, am I really getting my money's worth? You know, if I'm not tuned into the product, um, yeah, the, 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 the NXT takeover specials are good, but God, I just haven't watched them. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, I might watch that one because it might be, uh, there's rumors about Adam Cole possibly departing, so it might be his last match with... uh, Who's he facing? Kyle O'Reilly? That that certainly will be good. Kevin Cross versus Samoa Joe. Oh, they cleared Samoa Joe? Well, hot damn. (laughs) Samoa Joe's got to put that kid over before he goes to the main roster so they can just destroy Cross. Poor son of a bitch. Ah. so I might watch that on Sunday. We'll see. Summer Slam. Um, I mean, I do love me some uh, some Goldberg, but, you know, if I'm not following the rest of it, it's kind of like, eh. John Cena's back. I do love me some John Cena. I've actually missed him. He's been gone for a while. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But nonetheless, uh, I will be around for the Sunday dinner I just don't know what I'm going to be doing the rest of the weekend because, well, it's family time. So we'll see. No promises on anything. Just know that I will be covering stuff at some point Sunday night and or after that. Monday might be a big catch-up day for me. Who knows? Um, if, If I'm awake enough, late Friday night, and I'm talking late Friday night, I might get on here live and talk about you know, do a quick show about Rampage. We'll see. But I have no clue when I'm going to get back home. So, but nonetheless, that's what the plans are. Much love everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, On your way out, uh, smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. Uh, Don't forget 20% off through Friday. The link is in the description. Go get yourself some Smash This Podcast merch. uh, Help support the show. And whatever you guys are doing to help support the show. It's all love. It's greatly appreciated. We'll see you tomorrow night over that other little podcast called Total Nonstop Impact. For all the Impact Wrestling stuff to go home to. Emergence. Can't wait for that. Should be a lot of fun. We'll see you then, folks. Much love. Good night.